Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. I am going to be your host today, Tyler Vitito, aka Two Times Tyler. It's going to be March 16th, Monday, coming out to you hot. Man, with me is the Party Meisters themselves. We have Glenn Houston. Hello. Yeah. Uh, hello. 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 Hey. Uh, uh, are we doing a mic check right now? Is this what? Oh boy, Glenn! Uh, Glenn's breath ASMR. And and since I'm gonna try to Drew carry this back over to uh, the other contestant and whose line is it anyways? Where the uh, episode number doesn't matter. Uh, we have Nick El Jody Mella. Hi. Hi. Nick was like, I would say about 150 degrees away from the microphone, just fully faceless, like. He's up to something, or he's making a phone call. It was a 50-50 chance. I have no idea which one he was doing. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, we got weird vibes in the episode today. True. Nick's been uh, telling jokes. Uh, they're funny. Yeah, because because I entered the House of Blues, and now it's the House of Not-So-Blue anymore, I hope. Look, man, I just wanted people to say nice things about my artwork, and you didn't respond, and it made me sad. But then he came in cracking jokes, and I was like, all right, he's not a bad person. In yeah, fact, I was just fucking playing RimWorld. That's it. That's that's all I've been doing. But we're going to talk <laughs> about video games later, but because we're not at the video games part of this video game podcast yet. But you're the host, so I'm going to shut up now. Really? So I got blown off by a rim job? For realsies? Yes, exactly. Okay. I see how it is. <laughs> Glenn's nervous. <laughs> oh, is that dangerous territory for you, Glenn? No. Whoa! Dang! Whoa! Uh, that response. <laughs> I just shivered. <laughs> when how's your how's your week been going? It's uh, fine. It's really wet in LA, which is kind of a nice change of pace. But yeah, but what's the weather like? Ayo. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been rainy, and it's supposed to continue to be rainy for the next couple weeks. I think. Just like welcome to of- welcome to what Vancouver can be. Oh man, I love it. I mean, there's not much about it that is bad to me. So a lot of people are not a fan, but I don't care. They're just wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Um, so over in Los Angeles, uh, when it rains, is there any risk of anything like acid rain or anything of the like? No, not that I know of. Right. Um, I I say no, but I don't. <laughs> I should preface. Not that I know of. Um I know there's some issues over in L.A. and uh, San Francisco over in the early 2000s with uh, smog and stuff. I wasn't sure if that was still the case nowadays. Smog still exists, but it's definitely been lessened by the existence of, you know, conscientious cars and things like that, you know. Uh, green the energy. Yeah, what about energy. um, What about flooding? Uh, that's not... Really, usually, a problem. usually it's the opposite. Yeah, usually the reservoirs are just like yes, because the reservoirs need to fill up. Okay, and so, because um, in in Dubai when it rains, because the city infrastructure and drainage is not set up for rain. When it rains, fucking streets get flooded. Yeah, like six it lane highways turn into Denise. one lane highways. Yeah, it can be bad. I won't lie, um, but it's not. It's not raining that hard. It's just been like a consistent. Okay. Almost like sprinkling, man. but there are okay. times when it's just like, exactly. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and I think uh, it's gonna keep doing that. Like, Jesus, what the hell is that? Yeah, like we may get three or the four old Los over Angeles the Rain Man just walking around going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it 
it's not going to be terrible. Um, it's going to be real. I'm I'm really looking forward to just a consistent amount of rain. On top of the fact that uh, due to uh, the virus, which shall not be named, my wife is going to be working from home for the next, I think, three weeks. So yep, mine too, actually. Um, and and uh, something that's uh, it's like rain in L.A. also makes people just kind of like scared of everything they're like oh the, the roads are sick blah 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 i don't want to go outside blah 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 um and everyone's like you need to you know practice social distancing try and avoid being in large crowds and people are already doing that just because of the rain I was say, isn't california naturally good at that oh yeah oh yeah especially when it's raining people are just like i can't go outside because rain you know um so that's fun uh but i've been practicing that as well a lot of my regularly scheduled things during the week have gotten moved to like um you know we're doing like we're playing D, but we're doing it online much like we do with casual quest masters so uh Ooh. which it's weird i'm like i really look forward to playing with you guys but like i don't like the idea of this group doing it because i don't usually enjoy online games as much um so it's funky but i don't know yeah. It's weird, uh, Roll20 brings in a completely different level of specificity. Or spe- uh, specificity? Speci- yeah, that word. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I got you, bro. I was say, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> the, the, the thing about D&D at the table specifically is, uh, you know, most of it's still left to the theater of the mind, even if you do put stuff on the table, but mm-hmm. with uh, using Roll20 or anything of those kind of programs... Uh, everything is almost visualized, visualized for you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the rain here must be getting me. Uh, and because of that, uh, you still gotta try to do your best to describe what's going on and whatnot. But it's like, oh, you put a map and you see, you know, a couple of knolls in front of you. Uh, the the furry kind, not the hill kind. And like they can see all the knolls and like, all right, there's eight of them. It's like, well, wait, wait until I say that, please. And right. So. I've been making myself do the practice of, uh, like, half and half nowadays, where I use Roll20 for fight scenes and stuff, but before I switch it over, I usually kind of go in detail what's going on, what they should uh, think of and whatnot, and then that turns Roll20 into a reference point instead of the main storyboard. Right. That's a good idea. It's it's been working out, actually. uh, I'd, I'd like to think it's pretty good. I guess Nick would be the person to tell me if it's been working out or not. No, I fucking hate it all. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I don't. that's fair. I, I don't. It's <laughs> been uh, Tyler's campaign was the first campaign that I joined, and it's been a good time. It's uh, definitely made it, especially with me running uh, my games, um, my my one campaign. It's made. I think it's made me appreciate the online um, tool a little bit more because, as Tyler mentioned, you're able to visualize certain things. Whereas with me, it's very theater of the mind all the time. And not that that's a bad thing. It's just I've never done it. And so I'm still learning how to like properly describe things and how to properly set up things. And combat's been very tricky, um, especially with the way I've been doing certain things. So there's just a lot of it's just a lot. And then taking like flanking and like distances into account. There's just been times where I'm like, I can't even remember where I said this guy was and where you guys said you were. Yes, you have advantage. Are you guys around him? Yes, you have advantage. Like, I'll just fucking give it to you because I just can't remember. So. Um, um, Fuck flanking, by the way. Yeah, we're also going to um, do like our campaign online now for the next few weeks, and it's going to be good because we 
talked about it and I said uh, uh, before like all of the stuff happened I'm like I'll probably start bringing in maps for the combat scenarios like at least to make that clear for us and so that you guys also understand with the uh, distances with weapons and spells and stuff like at least that's a little bit more visually right. clear for you guys um, because they're all still new players and so I I know like you know I understand a lot of these rules but they don't uh, necessarily because they just haven't visualized that and seen that happen so um, um yeah, yeah and once uh, they're more experienced maybe you can move to a more theater of the mind consistency yeah. you know yeah yeah right like making the jump with you glenn with uh casual quest masters doing fully theater of the mind big step for me uh <laughs> sometimes it, the, the frustrating part is i don't want to stop like let's say mid-fight and say all right who's what and who's where like i'm doing my best to try to keep track of them but at right. the same time it's like got to plan out my attack that way i'm not sitting there you know saying oh what shall i do today kind of shit and that's you know <laughs> fun to listen to uh <laughs> well i definitely see that sorry. sometimes and so that's one of those things too where especially with casual quest masters if you guys are like if it gets to a point where you're just like fuck this i'm done i'm tired of trying to remember where things are we can always move to a thing where we try and integrate something like roll 20 on a more regular basis because i don't want it to be a detraction you know what i mean well, I mean, also I mean, you best... haven't you haven't given us like combat scenarios where we've had I think more than four enemies to fight now, so I don't yeah, think. Thank it's, God. Yeah, like <laughs> thank God. My my the last combat encounter, which is why I'm like we need maps, was uh, I threw like eight enemies at them. Ooh, yeah, that's tough. So I'm like, fucking. So I'm just I'd like I had to keep all the enemies in line, like in a row, like they weren't moving, uh, unless they were crowding around one of the one of my players who snuck up to them because, I'm like. What? How do? How do I keep track? It's, it was hard for me to keep track. So yeah. Right. Plus, uh, at least to your credit, Glenn, we do technically use roll twenty still. We just use it more for quick calculations and all that instead yeah. of rolling dice and then doing math because math is hard. Like, fuck it, math. You expect me to add my proficiency for every single thing? I yes. No. Fuck that. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you, you just do write an it down. Check. Fuck. <laughs> you just record. I just write it down. Yeah, I got, I got a twenty-three. No, do another no. one. I got a 23. No, I mean, don't calculate it every time. Calculate it once and then do like 12 plus 6. You know, instead of 12 plus 4 plus 2. That's a lot more math. I would never make something do that. You know, my math teacher, when I was in Elserva, said, You'll not have calculators back, you know, in the palm of your pocket every single time you need to solve a math problem. Yeah, she told me so I was a fucking didn't. idiot. She also said I was going to use cursive for anything. Well, it seems like math teachers were right about one thing at the very least. Uh, but we have smartphones in our pockets nowadays. It's just te technology is advanced that, yes, it's important to know the basics. I understand proficiency plus, you know, the dex or strength or whatever, depending yeah. on what I'm using and all that stuff. But it's so nice just to have it calculated for me. Cause, it is. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, uh, Anyways. it's kind of like when folks do the, uh, the static increase on hit points. Like, personally, I hate that. I don't. I would never do it for a character of my own. Um, I always static roll it. what now? Where like the, the, if, taking the average for your like your hit yeah. die when you're when uh, you level up. I can yeah. understand that for the sorcerers because they only have a d6. Like yeah, I, see, but like you could get a like, six. Yep. You could, but then you also couldn't. Yeah, but I also have I a rule at my table where if you roll a one or a two, you get to re-roll and you can take either result. Motherfucker, okay. why have you? What? Do I gotta re-roll my health? I mean, did you roll any ones? No, I've been rolling average because I've been terrified of doing that. Well, now, in the future, you absolutely can, and there's a little more safety in that now, so. 
that's okay. that's a that's okay. a good fucking rule. I'm gonna adapt that honestly. This way. <laughs> I hate when they take the average. Honestly, I do. Right. But I understand why. Like I'm not. Right. Uh, I'm not. People versed. love the gamble. Like the you know sometimes they win big, sometimes they don't win so big. Yeah. I played Magic. Sometimes I know how that is. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Nick. Nick. Yes. You you look great today. Did you get Thanks. a haircut? No, because I've been avoiding people. Why? Ooh. Why? Why have you been? Nick doesn't avoid people. You don't hide away. No, this is true. I've just know, been lazy. I actually went out for ramen world. last night. Um, nice. Yeah. It was good. You wear your mask? Good. No. <laughs> I'm not a boomer. Please. Uh, I wash my hands regularly, cheap. though. Whew. More man. so than usual Fucking now. Hawaii over here with all the shade. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, Tyler. What was your question? Oh, I was just asking how your weekend was. All right. Um, yeah, tell me about uh, yourself. Well, What's your right. favorite color? Well, well, schools now move to uh, online-only classes. Um, which means that yeah. can't do my acting class anymore, and I don't know what's going to happen to the grading for that because we had one performance left, which was twenty five percent of the grade. Ooh, um, they're they're it probably going to they have to scale or things. Something. I I we'll probably have to do a Skype call, but it's but it's two two person scenes, so if we're not supposed to be even meeting or like you know practicing oh. other people with other people, it's yeah. yeah that's Ooh, why don't you like do like a a podcast episode out of it and just turn it in that way make it an audio drama that's still acting yes plus with your skits with our skits i bet you could totally you know just you know like here's the skit there's that one time where uh i got mad about fucking halloween but then there was a king-size snickers and it was all good <laughs> you're like a plus <laughs> um so the acting class is looks like it's gonna get shafted uh one of my other courses uh, we'll be fine. It's just that we have another midterm, and I don't know how the prof's gonna handle it. We could probably do it online, and then the other course is all—I uh, don't know. We'll 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 have to see how things go. I don't know. We only got the email at like nine in the night, Friday night, around midnight your time, yep. Tyler. And yeah, we uh, and so I just have to much wait. Like much like uh, Glenn with uh, the three-week ban on the not the three-week ban on schools, which is a hell of a way of putting it. <laughs> uh, Governor Whitmer. I believe her name is of uh, Michigan on Thursday night around 11 p.m. side of the say, hey, just so you know, uh, Friday's your last year of school before you have a month-long spring vacation. Yep. Yep. And that's a hell of a bomb to drop on, you know, teachers and stuff. Like, I can understand, you know, the reasoning behind it. Although I've uh, criticized her decisions before, such as banning vaping for the children, of course. Uh, but it was just, wow, okay, yeah, uh, you know, Glenn, you, your wife uh, is of the education industry, yes? No, my mom is. My wife ah, works uh, in HR at an yeah, engineering company, yeah. at a tech company. Ah, okay. So, but okay, she, sorry, she, I, they do have Asian branches and stuff, which is why she's working from home, because they just have a lot of people traveling and people that have recently been in Asia and China and stuff. So I think most of their branches are actually in Thailand, but, um, you know, it's close enough to the, the source of the outbreak that, you know. They gotta be cautious. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. It's kind of weird because, like, it's Michigan. It's yeah. in the middle of the Midwest. Detroit? Yeah, I guess I can understand. You know, traffic in and from Detroit could cause the spread, maybe. But, you know, the entire state of Michigan is like... Well, you, right, you know, I mean, prevention is better than a cure. Especially with... I don't want, I don't want to turn this into, like, a super slimy episode. Is this but, uh, abstinence is the best form of sex protection kind of talk? Or what's going on here? <laughs> No, especially with just how um, systems are in the states that, like, really prevention is is better than a cure for uh, Americans because most people can't even afford to go to the doctor. 
even get tested. True. The testings, they True. even if you ha- if you think you have it, they're not going to test you until you, until they think that you look sick enough. Reading all these well, threads on social media. Well, think like this is over the like last week. I know it's a little bit different now, and they they've getting more tests and they've changed the the things, and they're like yeah, starting the, to test people more. Uh, one of the senators in the United States um basically put her foot down on the guy. That was I saw like, that uh, video. That was, yeah. yeah, like she was she like was everybody should badass. be able to be. Yeah, like everybody yeah. testing is going to be much more readily available, at least in the U.S., yeah. which is good. But you know. And then there's that one senator from Vermont who just happens to say, it should also be free. <laughs> Talking about Bernie? Yeah. You know, not the, this is not a political podcast. We should not, you know, condone. <laughs> but, I mean, no, like, like if we're, we're talking about a global pandemic. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to make sure that the lives of your citizens, you know, are fine? Oh, why yeah. Why do they no, have like, to look sick just, enough to even be tested? For sure. They just dropped 1.5 trillion dollars to the stock market in the U.S. to try and help uh, the 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 drop off because of the pandemic, but they won't provide free testing for the people that are sick. So it's yeah, there's and a lot of weird priorities where it's starting to become evident who is in charge and who is calling the shots. So. There's been information going around, and I understand that both these countries are much smaller in scale. So, you know, the fact that the idea of trying to apply it to a country of United States sizes is ridiculous. But uh, South Korea and Italy, uh, Mm -hmm. both of them have seen uh, incredible harmful effects of the virus. But at the same time, the death toll for one country is much higher than the other. And at the same time, it shows in the opposite, coincidentally proportionate direction. South Korea has been doing a lot more testing than Italy. And as a result, the death toll has been able to be kept down. But Italy, either I, I don't know the politics why they haven't been testing as much. And as a result, it's been looking kind of rough for them. Mm-hmm. Very rough for them. Yeah, they have the second highest and, numbers right next to Wuhan. Yeah, And you'd think that the big cities would at least uh, allow... A little bit more leniency in terms of that without, you know, charging people thousands of dollars just for a test. Well, but. I mean, in nowhere in the, for the most part in Europe, it's not that expensive. I've been reading threads on medical care in Europe, with, uh, specifically with people traveling to Europe, falling sick, and then, you know, they'll go into the doctor in, like, Germany, and then they had to get an emergency root canal, and then they'd be like, oh, you know, we're really sorry, you don't have national insurance, um, so we're going to have to charge you full price. They're like, okay, that's fine. And then full price comes out to, like, $75. Or they go into, that's like, full South... price? That's full price. They'll or they'll go to South Korea and they'll you know they'll fracture their fucking leg or something like. Sorry, we have to charge you full price, thirty bucks to like get all of that fixed or whatever. American dollars, of course. I'm, I was gonna say over in America, it's a little bit more up there, somewhere you know between. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing five and a hundred thousand dollars. Now, yeah, and that's with insurance. And also to go back to Tyler's point though. It, it is harder to manage at scale. Like, these are all, again, smaller countries. I can only imagine what it's like to manage people uh, across, what is it, 52 states, was it? Am I am I right there? No, 50 states and yeah, two... Yeah, we're collecting today, boys. We're I have 50 have states and two honestly, territories, I think. 50 states and two territories. Puerto Rico and... Bahamas are looking mighty fine this time and of so year. Maybe we should manage- go for an acquisition squad. <laughs> Managing a population across all of those different states, uh, territories, and also, like, each state having its own, uh, 
um what do you call it state like its own state law and how they do things and then organizing all of that is a challenge yeah um i yeah no i so anyways my week um yeah you're weak so yeah. we have to figure out what's going to happen with school we're going to get more information as uh, uh next week comes along um but beyond that i've had to cancel all of my trips just because my trip was going to be to the states and i do not want to fall sick in the states that's probably the most terrifying thing next to the possibility of somebody carrying a weapon honestly would that mean then me trying to go to canada would have like even more like uh like oh if i'm gonna get sick with this shit i'd want to do it in canada you'd only be cost a thousand dollars if you had to go to the er at most that's the most they could charge you without insurance it's not, it's not bad thousand canadian mm-hmm. is like 850 us or something mm-hmm. yeah now you got me thinking well at least that's what one of the signs said anywhere, at the hospital yeah. maybe you just go to canada and hang out with nick for a while <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it. Uh, the wife is, uh, you know, she's got her passport. She has the next few weeks off. Maybe we can send her over early. You want to hang out with my wife, Nick? I'm um, sure. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, good deal. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss plans immediately. Um, I've also, you know, my core, my convocation might get called off, most likely. Um, which Your is what now? My convocation, which is the uh, graduation ceremony. Ah, okay. It sounded like a type of magic spell. I'm like, uh, like, is that like evocation? <laughs> invocation? Like, evocation? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. My, uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. The next few months are gonna be rough, I think, for the world. Oh, also, um, Germany. Uh, Angela Merkel came out. Chancellor Merkel. Uh, she said, oh, and uh, uh, the worst possible, the worst estimate is 70% of the population of Germany being infected. Mm-hmm. My dad being one of them because he's oh, in that's Germany. right, your dad's in Germany. Shit. Ah, so how old uh, is he? If you don't mind me asking. Fuck, and now I gotta do math. Uh, <laughs> he is about to turn fifty-five. Okay. Wow, he's doing pretty good. It's under yeah. sixty, is technically no pre-existing conditions, and under sixty, then you should be fine. What is he? Yeah, he's gonna. Because I don't if think you do get it, you have a ninety-nine point five percent chance of survival if you are mm-hmm. within that window. So. <laughs> And my sister as well. Her school got shut down um, in in Edinburgh, um, and then for the first and second years, they're like, "All right, classes end in the next week. Um, we're just not going to give you exams. You're probably just going to pass for like for the first and second years." Nice. Wow, great time to get a degree nowadays. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, but like, that's only first just, and second years, right? So they, they yeah, aren't the technically third, yeah, ready to the get third the years and up. Can you imagine yeah. that? Like, if you get it in an associate's degree, but then in the bottom right, it shows, like, the uh, the hazmat uh, symbol on it or something <laughs> like, like that. It's like a little asterisk, kinda, like, graduated with degree of whatever. It's like getting a, <laughs> a Pokemon card that says second edition on it. I'm like, oh. Mm. Oh, yeah, they just did, uh, they're doing MTG reprints uh, in the mystery boosters right now. And so, like, you can get, like, a Black Lotus or a, a thing, but it has, like, a little thing in the bottom left-hand corner. Even though just the artwork is original, it. just it's like, oh, this is a reprint. Okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I feel that. Not to devalue your sister's work. No, no, of course not. Like, uh... But it's even with me. Like, I feel bad now because you know, I'm about five and a half years into my bachelor's degree. I really started only enjoying school maybe a year and a half ago, and this is how my last semester is going to end with oh, me not yeah, being able to go to school. And I really, and I've been fucking enjoying school. And this is how it's going to end with me not being able to go to school. And like uh, some of these things just handed to me, which I'm, I feel mixed about. I'm like, I'm kind of glad because it puts my mind at ease a little bit, but I also wanted to fucking work it out and like tough it out. 
Yeah. Like at right. this point in the semester, I really like we're already like two thirds of the way through. I'm like, we're at the end. I just want to see it through. It's also a weird time to get a degree when it's possible that the world economic state is about to take a serious dip. Yep. So I, I, I hope I wish the best for you, buddy. I know you're determined. Thank and you. Hardworking. So I think you're going to be good, but it might be a weird time to <laughs> finish school. All right. Time to open well, an OnlyFans. I was going to say, at least we haven't uh, gone to our Patreon account yet. That way we can decide which dollar system we're going to go with. Just in case. Uh, over on my end, uh, not much has been happening, except uh, I've been learning to improve my drawing with shading and all that stuff. Uh, I started drawing uh, people, and uh, as a result, uh, it's been a uh, like a change, complete change in my art style, because like... Uh, I completed my family, or not family, uh, my long time drawing that I needed to do, <laughs> and, uh, you know, here, I'll do a little voice check right here and now. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't hear it, Glenn, Good. so. Just wanted to make sure. Okay. Uh, I noticed it crackles whenever I tried, like, looking at something different on, like, on an internet browser or something like that, so okay. I'm not sure if you're checking elsewhere, but, uh, no. all right, uh, but, yeah, Drew, uh, my picture that i made in like 2013 of chogath and lux i uh, had a good kick out of that it looked pretty cool oh yeah but your that, chogath remaster was dope I, it was i fact, told you it was it looked like uh one of the fucking glorif from mega sex lore mega sex lore one of the glorif which is an alien squid race from a tv show called megas xlr megas xlr it's like what is mega sex slur <laughs> <Sexler? laughs> yeah i gonna say i'm not gonna be able to defend nick on that uh, my hentai.tv <laughs> No, I Glenn, saw a tweet, please, a tweet the other day that was like, Nick, it was please. like, look, everyone's forced to self-contain, and surprise, the porn sites are going down due to overuse. <laughs> Sorry. You're talking about your drawings, Tyler. I am super excited to hear more about them, because I've seen some of them, and they're wonderful. Well, speaking of porn, uh, <laughs> so... At after I finished uh, the Cho'Gath and Lux thing, like, you know, it was a nice, dark, gritty-looking painting, and it was, you know... A, I, it was the same similar color schemes as I was using for our D&D characters. And honestly, you know, I, I liked it. He looked badass and all that stuff. But then it's like, well, I don't know why, but I always enjoyed the idea of drawing cute things, I guess you could say. Uh, prettier things, lighthearted things. I don't want, you know, I don't need to have a power fantasy every single time I draw. Mm -hmm. And so I went to... Uh, a friend and asked him for a commission to do something pretty and uh he requested uh a my hero academia character i'm like okay you know uh i had to look it up uh somebody named bubble girl and uh but the big caveat and you know i'm the one that kind of pressed it towards him i didn't think he was actually going to jump on it he decided he wanted the done rule 34 we decided we wanted the done rule 34 and so i drew a naked blue girl and that was weird <laughs> it was weird because it actually looks good and i made it but then now there's a naked blue girl on the internet like another one to add to the mixes and it's like oh boy uh <laughs> i'm one of those people now great uh wait what's her fucking name uh glenn you'd know this um i know that she is super into deck not deck not deck you um no 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 um, no no uh just to, sorry I, this is random completely completely off talk topic but we wouldn't be casual mass quest if that didn't happen uh what's <laughs> the name of the blue chick from mass effect 3 oh my god That's uh, a, i think 
in our, uh, no, I don't remember. I can't remember it right now. This is going to make me very, very mad. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, it sucks. Liar, that's her fucking name. There it is. Yeah. They were part of, uh, they're like blue-skinned alien, uh, alien life yeah. forms that are, that reproduce by, like, harmonizing or something. Like, sharing yeah. their spirit energy. But they can still have mm -hmm. sex, they just don't reproduce from sex. They, they like, they find another member of their species this and join their awesome. souls or some shit and produce an offspring. Anyway, so when you said Blue Girl, that's all I thought about. That and Widowmaker. Uh -huh. Okay, oh, Widowmaker, nice. And as a result, you know, it's like, the shading's kind of weird with that drawing in particular. But, I mean, it looks good. It's just, uh, I put lighting on both sides. Instead of, uh, you know, one spot just to kind of have it like a little omnipresent with the lighting. But as a result, uh, granted, he apparently was drunk out of his mind. Uh, one of my best friends, Nick in the chat, uh, decided to criticize saying that the lighting was not as uh, well as it should have been. Is that the one but, I saw? Uh, was the person blue? Uh, she, oh no, this must have been a later one. Okay, never mind. Yeah, and so I decided to work on somebody that's a bit like a uh, lighter skin, if you will. Uh, not blue, uh, that of a human uh, character. <laughs> and so I'm working on uh, a character called uh, Eris from Final Fantasy VII right now. And uh, I'm trying to work on a hard light on the right kind of shading. And I think it's looking pretty good. Problem is, though, I, I just want to make it look more detailed. And it seems like I, I keep spending so much time on each part, just trying to work on it more and more here and there. And I don't know where it's going. Like, uh, I have no idea if it's going to be good or not. And I'm hitting that point where I've had a confidence boost, like, the entire way until I hit this drawing. And now it's like, I don't know if this is going to be as good as I thought it was going to be. You know, suddenly I started down. It's like, did I do it right with the shading of this hair? Because, you know, the texture looks kind of weird. And I'm afraid that I'm going to either hit the point where it's like, eh, we'll just call it the Tyler style, and then it just looks like garbage, or uh, I'm just not going to complete it. So and this is the one I nervous. saw, though, right? This is the one I saw? Uh, you saw a the little shading, bit of it. I think. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I I do believe so. And uh, I thought the shading was wonderful. Oh, I, I, I appreciate it, Glenn. Uh, you're the best. I just, uh, uh, I think criticism has a place, but it only has a place when somebody's doing something wrong and art is not ever, in my mind, inherently wrong. Everyone has their own style, so. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, learning the draw lewd, trying to, <laughs> you know, figure out how to do things and, uh, trying to learn how to do shading and it just happens to be, uh, people from... TV shows I'm making Rule 34 art of. Uh, it's def probably not the way I should have went. Like, you can imagine, like, if you're trying to learn shading from art school and all this stuff like that, maybe, you know, there's classes where, you know, people stand naked you know, on a block of marble or some shit and they, they draw that, but not exactly the route I'm going with this, you know? And so, somebody that result, I'm very close uh, to used to do that. Oh, that's good, I think. Is that good? Yeah, that's it was my wife. Oh, she okay. did it in college <laughs> just uh, for extra cash. Easy money, just sit in front of a bunch of people. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much my week. The one thing I'm that's been uh, the one thing that's been pretty good with uh, the work you've done so far is that uh, the proportions are pretty like normal seeming, which is impressive because a lot of artists struggle with that at the start. So like the yeah. body, even if you're using a reference, it's still something that artists struggle with. So body proportions have seemed like realistic, like you know, it makes sense, uh, which mm -hmm. is uh, which is a good starting point to be at. Oh yeah, and. The big thing is, 
I don't want to just trace somebody's artwork and then, you know, recolorize and call it my own. I, I, I did that partially with uh, some of the D&D stuff, and I realized that I don't want to do that if I'm going to actually you know, work on art, so this is, like, legit... Co- well, you could, if, you it's, know, if it's for practice, then it's not calling it your own, you're just practicing. But I understand what you mean. Um, like, long-term, you don't want to do that, but, like, just to start off, like, I, you need to do some of that, just so you get a feel for right. it. But it's it's weird. It's But I'm enjoying it. Uh, I just need to put more time in it. I accidentally uh, started working with a hair paintbrush. I'm not sure if you guys saw that on uh, Twitter. Where oh, I, uh, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Accidentally turned it from a straight-haired person to a like frizzy-haired Karen lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got really excited. with like, wow, I can just put hair sticking out everywhere. And it's like, huh, if I dye this black and do the other side white, this could be totally Cruella DeVille. What's going on here? And so got a little bit nervous, had to back off from that, had to retry it. But uh, other than that, yeah. But, you know... Forgive me for saying this, but I think this is a video game podcast. What is that? <gasps> what is video games? Get that shit out of here. <laughs> video games. Video. Disgust. Vigigate. I hate Vigigate. No, I'm just kidding. I love video games. The, the video. So, Len, you and I have been playing a little bit more uh, Minecraft. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, decided to fire up a, uh, a new mod for the Minecraft server called uh, Tech It Light. <laughs> Totally unprompted, too. There's no reason why we did that new mod. Yeah, definitely not. No reason at all. But <laughs> I wasn't sure that you were going to take to the mod. And it sounds like my worries were for not. Uh-huh. I stayed up way too late several nights this week playing that game. I'm like, I'll go to bed. It's fine. I'm going to go to bed after I do this. No, I just need to do this. I'm going to go to bed now. And then it's 3 a.m. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, I just need to do one more thing. And, yeah. and then, it, you know, you get that. You get the complete one part of something you wanted to do. And it's like, all right, now I'm going to do one more thing. I just need to do this. It'll take five minutes, right? And then suddenly <laughs> it's, you know, three hours later. And it's like, fuck. Damn yeah. it. I need to sleep at some point. Stop calling me out, Tyler. I mean, he's calling all of us out, what? man. He's calling himself out with this, too. So it's not just you. Yeah, I was like, why do, you, why do you feel attacked right now, Nick? It's all Did the shoe fit or something? <laughs> no reason, Tyler. I don't stay up too late playing video games. Yeah, you don't that stay up playing heresy. video games with us. That, I'll throw shade at you, Nick. You can't, you can't I miss God. playing yeah, games that. with you, man. <laughs> Me too, but he's too busy with his rim job game. Yep. Yeah. Oh, what is rim job game? Um, it well, is... Well, glad you asked. It is a, um... It is a simulator for um, teaching one how to please other people in a specific manner. Um, it is strictly 18 plus because it is an, an acquired ad- taste. It is an acquired taste. And it's it's an adult life skill, um, and also it's 2020. Uh, we can't uh, we can't shame people for liking what they like, and also some people just have um, exotic taste buds. Okay, let's stop working around this and let's get right into the show. Say, what is that? I still don't know what the game is. <laughs> um, see, I'm pretty sure Nick is making up a game uh, called no. Rim Job Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> but what about what about Rim World? Uh, Rim World is oh, top down colony World. manager. Um, okay, and it recently re- received a uh, an update out of nowhere <laughs> and a DLC out of fucking nowhere. Um, is it good? 
<laughs> three nights this week i stayed up till 5 a.m just playing rim world because all it is like one more day it's like stardew just one more day i'll get through this just event oh day. somebody's raiding me oh okay Banhunter pack one more day. all right infestation oh just just one more day um it's an update oh called... man they messed up this i gotta fix it yeah okay yeah I guess, shh, fucking fucking colonists are dumbasses um <laughs> it's an update called royal for you creepers for us and um, it added a, it added a new system and added a bunch of quality of life updates. Uh, but the new system is basically there's a intergalactic fashion, faction called the Refugee Empire, and they're looking to bequeath uh, royalty and titles to people. And so when you land in after a few days, they start sending out quests, and you can choose one colonist or several colonists to take on these quests, and they'll start receiving royal favor, and they'll start earning titles. And along with these earned titles, uh, they start getting um, like uh, psychic implants, and they'll gain more powers, uh, like they'll gain powers and shit. So right now, my the leader of my colony, uh, colony um, her name is, I can't remember her fucking name. I just called her. Uh, um, I call her. I just called her the queen because I'm not very. I'm not very creative <laughs> the, with the name. The queen. Um, basically, she can do a couple of things. She can cast a spell called Burden, which slows down movement on enemies for five seconds. She can cast something called Chaos Skip. So within the radius, um, if an enemy is targeting or coming right at her, Chaos Skip to like any random place within a set distance to like get them away from her. There's something called wow. Wall Raise, where you can basically it's earth bending. Uh, you can do a small like four by four like little area and you can raise the ground up to create like uh, cover uh, and walls um, something called That's berserk awesome. where if a group of enemies are attacking I can target one of them and then they'll just start attacking everything around them um, oh nice oh. force them like all to in a barbarian rage yeah. yeah, so it's um, it's really cool, and you can have multiple people earn different titles, and then when somebody starts earning titles, it autom- the game automatically sets an inheritor in case that person dies. Can you dies. play with people? No. This one? Oh. Yeah. Um, and... It, you just made Glenn so <laughs> sad. But I fucking love RimWorld. I've put in... Uh, because of all the other games that I put so much time in, uh, you know I love a game when I put more than 100 hours into it, um, especially with Destiny 2 around. Um... And this colony with this new update, I've now put in over 24 hours since about Tuesday. Nice. Um, that's just, that's really the only reason. It's not because I hate you guys. It's not because I didn't enjoy Minecraft as much. It's because RimWorld is a game I love and I hate it because I've been playing since 2017 and I have to learn to stop playing it because it sucks me in. Like, I have to force I mean, myself to stop playing it. You don't have to have just one reason, Nick. It can be a conjunction of reasons, like you hate us or you don't want to play Minecraft. So, I mean, I respect that. Yeah, whatever whatever, uh, whatever uh, satisfies you for that reasoning, sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm never satisfied with the reasoning. <laughs> but um, it's really it's really cool. It's uh, And then at one point, you can take them up to, like, they go and join the refugee empire. So you have to build a ship, and you can take all your other colonists with you. And uh, the only shitty part is... If it's a colonist that does like most of your mining or like your plant cutting or your growing or cleaning, um, if you start giving them titles as they start going up in rank, they stop doing certain uh, jobs. So it starts off with them not hauling things around, starts off with them not cleaning, then starts off with them not mining. Entitled um, dicks. <laughs> and then they have like bedroom wow. and throne room requirements. They have to be of certain sizes and they have to be like certain yeah. like rank on their impressiveness. Um, oh, tell me more. 
and so literally one of like one of the things she'll do because you can schedule times as well for work sleep and anything and recreation for like her recreation time at the, in the night after she's done all her work because she's my main construction person right now she'll go and sit on her throne room and then just sit there and the activity is called raining and then she gains joy from just sitting there and then sometimes, and then now it's like, which is really cool. And now they like, uh, she holds speeches every now and then, which can either have really good or bad effects. And so all the colonists will come stop what they're doing and come and listen to her speech. Um, and I've been having fun with it. I made her, it's like, she got married in the game. Like she fell in love soon after she landed and got married. And then I'm like, let's do this. I gave her a massive, like, fuck off three by three throne. And then I made her husband take one of the quests and gave him some royal favor. And I gave him a one by one throne and put it right next to her. <laughs> So she's just Cersei Lannister. Basically. <laughs> Except cool. she actually like lifts her fingers and like builds all my shit. Like she's like a master construction constructioner. A queen with talent. Yes. Constructioner? Yes, and she's my best shooter in the in the colony too. So she's always out there. She's out in the fields God, leading it's just the charge. Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've honestly been having a lot of fun with RimWorld. I haven't played as much Destiny 2, even despite the big update. <sighs> because RimWorld just sucked yeah. me in. RimWorld just likes to make... RimWorld makes my life go round. Around? Zoom, zoom. Ben, you've been uh, playing World of Warcraft, I uh, presume? Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay. A little bit so, of guild drama, but it was my fault, so... Oh no, Glenn stirring the pot. I don't usually stir the pot, but I got tired of getting passed over for stuff. Um, but apparently it was because I didn't listen. Uh, we were raiding I Backwing Lair. I can't defend that. No, yeah, no, I don't listen sometimes. It's uh, it's an unfortunate part of me as a human. Um, but we were, yeah, we were raiding and uh, a really good thing. I forget what it's called, but it's like the best offhand weapon for any two-handed weapon or, war or warrior, rogue, anything. Um, but it's, uh, I forget, it's like, not Axe of the Deep Woods, or it's it's really good. Axe of Doom or something like that. But basically, it's we're like a still- classic WoW weapon, Axe It's of a Doom. really good one. Doom's Edge, that's what it's called. There it is, Doom's Edge. And Doom's Edge dropped, and because it's crazy because it can only drop off mobs. It can't actually, it's not on a loot table for a boss. Um, so it's hmm. not very common to see at all. And, um, <clears throat> I was really stoked to roll on it because I had just seen my best in slot cape drop and I went, ah, I got this cool dagger earlier, which was my first win in like three raids. And I was like, it's fine. I'll just let somebody else get it. And then Maladeth drops, a pug wins it. And so I'm pretty mad. Uh, and then uh, they convinced the pug not to roll on the, another pug, not to roll on the, on Doom's Edge on the contingency that we give it to somebody that has Edgemaster's handguards. And he was like, that's absolutely fine. If you give it to one of them, I'm cool with it. I didn't hear, I thought he was a member of the guild and they just wanted to give it to some, I thought he was like a new member because we bring bringing in and recruiting a lot of new people. And so I thought he was just a new member and they just convinced him not to roll. And I was like, well, why the fuck shouldn't I roll? I don't have a 4,000 gold Edgemaster's handguards. Fuck it, I'm rolling. Um, and I did, and I you won, won it, and, didn't you? Yeah, and they oh, were like, no. and they were like, we just convinced him to do this. And in the moment, I was just like, whatever, dudes. And so I talked to my guild leader about it later, um, and he was like, there's one very important part that you missed on that, and that is that he was a pug. And I was like, oh, 
Okay, I feel a lot better about it now. Because I was like, dude, we went to a DKP system. Why are you doing this random loot council crap? Just deciding that it's going to somebody. And if that was the case, that would have been a big problem. But it wasn't. I missed a, a very important detail. Um, and feel a lot better about it. So, now I'm in the game trying to, you know, now in that game I'm trying to just farm to get my Edgemaster's handguards. Which is going to take a year and a half probably. Because it's a 4,000 gold item. So... I'm loving, wow. <laughs> no, I'm having yeah, a lot of fun with still. It's just going to be a lot you, of fun. You're uh, not going to pay your dues for uh, your uh, your decision there, but that clay will work out for you in the end, won't it? it? Yeah, it'll be fine. It's one of those things where, you know, I a lot of people in the guild are really chill and they're very willing to help me farm the things I need to farm to get better. So even if I'm not getting loot in Molden Core or BWL, there's guys that are like super chill and willing to help me get what I need. You know, it's just going to be farming BRD for the 250th time, you know? So <laughs> that's fine. It's a good game. I'm having fun with it. And I'm excited about the new TFT. I haven't played as much recently because, you know, wow. But like, uh, I was. I don't think it's watching. out. Yeah, I was playing this morning. N no, yeah, no. I've. Uh, I just watched that stream with you the other night where the guy was on the public oh. test beta, and it looks so oh, yeah. good. I'm freaking so out because stoked. I'm at I'm at bronze one, and I'm the closest to ever getting silver in anything than I have ever been. And it's <laughs> like I can I can go for it before the season changes, but do it. But it'll I drop like you down a full time. rank at the new season. Well, I mean, won't it at least show that I was uh, silver from the last one? Oh, yeah, it will. Yeah, it'll it'll keep track of what you got to. I just need that. Now. I just yeah. need that, dude. You can do it. I'm silver, and I'm not even good. <laughs> Did you think I'm good? I think you're better ah, than me. Fool. Uh, now, that's just you just taking yourself down a notch. I think you need to give yourself uh, a little bit more credit than that. Okay. Well, but, I hope you uh, get silver, I though. I, I hope I do, too. <laughs> Man, now that my... Uh, Plans are open a little bit more. Uh, we can see what happens. But uh, uh, anyways, we do have a war chest to uh, look at a couple of tangents that can work our yes. way into something interesting I'd like to think here. Uh, speaking of loot and rim jobs and all that stuff, uh, I think this uh, topic might be of questionable taste. Uh, the two phrases for this week is asking for help and automatic semen extractor. First off... <laughs> I did not type either of those. I don't so, remember typing either of those either. Well, I'm pretty sure it came from one person, actually. I I couldn't tell you about asking for help. I don't remember typing that. I <laughs> definitely 100% typed out automatic <laughs> semen extractor. That is 100% so, me. So what is, is this a medical tool that you envisioned? <laughs> no, it exists. This is not something I envisioned. This exists. So no. Like so it. I sounds like something from a hentai. Um. Okay. Hang on. Let me first find it. But there is a place I can't remember. I want to say this was a post a place that, magical land. <laughs> <laughs> um. This was a um post that I saw in. I think it was from like a medical center in China, possibly. I can't remember what province or what city, but um, there were people who were too scared. Or, like, too apprehensive when they went in for, like, sperm donations or if they needed to, like, at fertility clinics or whatever when they needed a test. And so they came up with uh, this machine. Uh, basically, it, it's about, it's about you know, about yay high comes up to your, like, belly button and you just drop trout and it, you just let it do all the work and, uh, yeah. You let it do all the work. 
Okay. So uh, we're step away from mechanical prostitutes. Is that what this uh, is? I mean, it's probably a very expensive prostitute. Uh, Better be. I also, <laughs> I'm gonna post a image here of uh, what this uh, beautiful contraption looks like. Uh, but it basically looks like a, a similar aesthetic to a machine that checks your blood pressure, except through your dick, and it, it looks frightening. <laughs> It's just a really elaborate <laughs> flashlight, man. Exactly. That's all it is, um, <laughs> except it's medically designed, uh, engineered to um, seamlessly or uh, uh, extract all... Seamlessly. I hope there's no seams. <laughs> to, to extract there's, sperm there's from the, the patient. Um, yeah. There's uh, no handlebars, first off. That's kind of concerning. Well... That way you can get a little groove in it. You, like, what do you hold on to, Jesus? At that point, you, well, you, so you're not—you're just supposed to stick your dick in it. You're not supposed to fuck it. Yeah, but I think I would. You, start, what are you supposed to do? Read a know, book? I would start moving. <laughs> you know, like how do you not? Can you imagine that thing clamps down? And he was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, it's like that, <laughs> that episode that of Yes. It, it's like in the movie Yes Man when he has to say yes to everything, and the old lady's like, <laughs> "Let me take care of you, darling," and he's like, "Oh, oh." Oh! <laughs> I remember that. Bless Jim Carrey's heart. Oh, uh, jeez. But... I can't okay, remember so why why I typed this out. I don't know what was on my mind at the moment I typed that out, but I'm like... I know what really was funny. on mine. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird that the two phrases actually kind of have, like, a hand-in-hand uh, hand connection hand. to each other. Asking for, <laughs> asking for help and automatic uh, semen extractors. So, it's like... So, how do you want to incorporate this into a video game, Nick? Uh, since you're the one that <laughs> oh came up God. with both of these, uh, go ahead and take it away. Okay, I thought you were pulling your shirt up there, Glenn. I'm like, no, I've just got whoa, a blanket I know we're I'm not cold. alive, but... Um, well, um, imagine Honey Pop. What's Honey Pop? This. Oh, my sweet summer child. Still waiting on Honey Pop 2 uh, to come out. Are you talking about the Steam puzzle game that yes. uh, involves... Okay. Uh, so... Do you imagine something that's like virtual reality kind of situation here? Probably. Or? Imagine like a little mini game, except it's like Stardew Valley fishing, and you have to move the bar up. Can you imagine playing a game and asking help for your roommate to calibrate the system? Imagine oh yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Rim job simulator plus whatever. Wait, is there something that goes around the backside on this thing? Whoa! <laughs> Vibrations. Um, I think I think you could incorporate this in many ways. I would imagine. I would imagine though, what would be funny is to see that guy who does the um, the Dark Souls runs on like all sorts of shit. Imagine if he did a successful Dark Soul run on this, because he's done sh he's done that shit on like fucking bananas. He would on, be like, dehydrated. Guitar, guitar hero like guitars if <laughs> his dick would fall off what do you mean it'd be raw now i'm imagining uh and this is not really video games related but like have you guys went to uh, a fast food restaurant where the pop machine is basically a touch screen that gives you like oh yeah 50 different options yeah. of pop yeah, yeah. It, like that and it's like just like what kind of category for a video would you like to watch? And just sitting there, you're like, uh, I want a VR game. And then you get, like, all sorts of different, like, do you want 2D or 3D? And it's like, I'm not a pleb. 2D, for sure. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> because 3D doesn't look real. What kind of, uh, 
movies or uh, hentai would be able to get commissioned for a machine like this uh, on an official hospital level. If- yeah, you just have to go onto Patreon and find all the all the uh, NSFW artists. If you'd like to go to St. Mary's Patreon account and you want to get exclusive <laughs> access to the, uh, the I don't think they would allow this machine, machine in there. <laughs> hospital. But imagine, no, like you go to a fertility, like imagine this, like this goes worldwide and you go to a fertility clinic uh, down, you know, wherever you fucking somewhere in Kansas. I don't know why Kansas came to mind, but somewhere in Kansas. You just go in and Kansas. it's like... <laughs> That's what. That's right. You are from Kansas. Anyways, you go down to a fertility I clinic. I don't think this machine would exist in Kansas. This is like a Florida Maybe machine. Maybe in best. Lawrence. <laughs> but you go into the doctor and it's like, uh, and it's this, you know, it's this dude who's like very like, <clears throat> you know, I'm like, like I fucking eat meat and I like I fuck pussy. Like, All right, cool. And then he's like, we need like I, you know, my wife and I are trying, but then wow, you you're a mammal. But like a I, animal. I can't want to see if there's anything wrong. And he's like, "All right, sir, go into the room." And he goes in. And he's like, "Oh, this is fucking stupid. I can't jerk off in a doctor's office." Goes out. It's like, "Listen, I need some help." All right, so right this way. And then they lead him into a room with this. What do you think he'd do? Oh, he. You know how you said you can't hump it. You're just supposed to let it work. He's gonna fucking destroy it. He would. He's gonna he hump might break its it. brains. Yeah. Out. He's the reason why this thing's bolted to the ground. <laughs> 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 oh my fucking god! I I I'm so glad that this came up honestly because this this contraption blows my mind because you see here this is built it for like a lot of things. <laughs> it's it's built it's it's made for it's made for um you know this is a Chinese uh, invention so the the height and the sizes and stuff are made for the general mm-hmm. Chinese populace but uh, th- that little like slot there it's supposed to move up and down to accommodate for height. All, all six inches That's up and down? That's the variation cool. in height of people yeah. in China? I'm pretty I, sure I'm Yao Ming is from China. You would have to, like... General populace. <laughs> Just generally. Um, but, okay. um, so yeah, like, I would okay. imagine they'd have to, like, accommodate for a lot a lot more variation once they start taking it to uh, other places. Imagine then it just turns mm. into, like, a robotic glory hole now. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it hits Japan and, like, Hatsune Miku, like, designed over some shit like that. One of those uh, shitty ass uh, <laughs> mouse pads with the gelatin things in front, and you could just the boot pads, bro. I want a boot yes, pad. the boot pads. Okay, well, I mean, whatever helps you uh, game at night, I guess. <laughs> this oh, machine man. is I like if it was sitting right in front of me. Let's say I had a personal one. It was just it randomly came to me at the hospital. It's like, oh, well. It went to you, so I guess you get to keep it. You know, some kind of bullshit fantasy setup. If I see it in the room and the wife is gone, it's like I'm looking at it. And it's like you, like you, you, you do it. Like I don't think there's a man who wouldn't do it because they weren't curious. Like yeah, given it, yeah, given enough it's time. Like ER porn. I did shrooms yeah. once. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like you just tried once. once. <laughs> like you, you'd stick your dick in something that is like designed to like get you off. Me having too many uh, shots of Jameson's like, all right, I'm gonna fuck the robot pussy. <laughs> that got oh. me. <laughs> can you imagine if this was in Death Stranding? Of all the different ways they can extract different things to fight those uh, monsters, like uh, piss, shit, and shower water, this is the new form. This is DLC right here. What is this? Grenades? If you're listening, this is the content we're here for. <laughs> I mean, we're throwing shit and piss grenades at them. I mean, might as what well. Else? Actually, that's true. Like, it's not that far fetched or not that unreasonable. No. Just I mean, to- it's probably just for the sake of keeping the mature rating uh, that they didn't go any further than that. He's just like, you, you're like at a, 
Um, I don't know, like you'd play a cutscene when you're making these and you like pick up a thing that looks oddly like a flashlight and then turn his back to the camera and then fade to black and then all of a sudden he's got the grenades ready. Oh, it wouldn't show a fade to black, it would show an advertisement for AMC's uh, TV series involving the uh, character from it. <laughs> what, what is the name of the, of Norman, the, the, name of the guy? Norman Reedus uh, on his fucking motorcycle, you know. Daryl Dixon. Yeah, if you sorry, like Norman this ride, come see person, out but... Norman Reedus on a motorcycle. And it's like, okay, whatever. You'll have He's such a machine. Badass. What? <laughs> hey man, if me if it means I won't get monster. if it means I can get my nut on and not contract the Rona, I will do it. I will take one for the team. That feels like a bullet <laughs> I'd take. Then you throw it at a shadowy monster from death itself and it's like, haha! I will, my children. I will <laughs> lead the Virgil incel neckbeards to glory with this device. <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? Is I this where know. the show ends? Uh, are we getting canceled? I think Bro, they can uh, cancel me all they want. I'm a person of color. I'll just call them out. I'll just play the race card. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Watch them try to cancel me. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? I'm a minority. Try to cancel me now. Oh, shit. Oh, no. We can't cancel him. He's brown. I guess the the <laughs> the pussy machine goes live. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, imagine like someone doing that on Saturday Night Live. They're trying to like card it in. They're like, ah, oh, we can't let you do this uh, act. And it's like, that's I'm a person of color. It's like, oh, mm, mm, I mean, mm. welcome, sir. <laughs> Is this your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, oh, even even please. even fucking better. In some hotels in Dubai, they have like these walking, like um, like on wheels, I, like these I, robots. I don't know where he's going either, Glenn. Yeah, they just they just lead you, like you know, they'll come to your door and then they'll knock or like automatically ring the doorbell and be like, "Here's your wake up call," or like, "Here's your food," or whatever, or like something like that. Robots? I might be I might be blowing it out of proportion. I know somewhere they were Why like using just be a PA system, like robots on like wheels going around. I think it was in a mall or something. Whatever the fuck. So imagine this, but on wheels. That's what I was leading towards. Good morning, sir. That's like, Would you like your wake-up call? It seems like as though you're ready Who. for me. Nice pup tent. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. The Daleks are coming. Ex I just uh, thought extract of all humans. Morning. Extract all humans. <laughs> why, why are we all like this? <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of us is like this, and we're trying to go along with the ride. So you didn't have to try. You could have just be like, this is fucking weird. Shut the fuck up. Let's just move on. But instead, here you are. Extract all humans. Extract all humans. You're going along with it out of your own volition. What do you mean? Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> I, I gotta it. be funny here, too, if we're gonna go on this ride through hell. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. Glum, I think it's Glenn hilarious. Glenn loves the automatic steam extractor. Uh, yeah. Check out our Patreon now so we can fund Glenn and his uh, his beautiful hospital machine. Uh, Glenn said no, thank you. The Glenn okay. extractor no, I initiative. I love my wife very much, and that's the, oh, uh, the Glenn, nope, 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 nope. We're not the going Glenn there. Glenn extractor initiative. Not going there. Uh, that covers the asking for help portion of I this tension. I, I think it. we're covering all the bases. <laughs> but you want it? No, no, I'm good. Wow, Glenn suddenly too good for. Okay, okay. Right. I can openly admit that I feel like I don't need it, not because I'm too good for it, just because I don't feel like I need it. I, think it's I don't think any of us needs it. I don't need virtual reality, but the PlayStation VR system is great for other purposes. Doesn't mean I need it. So, let's go over to the topic of the show now that we... Uh, video games! Seems, yeah, speaking of video games, this is a video game podcast. Uh, wow, it, it was like... 
Hi, we're going to talk about our lives, having a good time. Now we're going to go through this dark and mysterious tunnel that had us over to uh, over to the land of video games. And in this tunnel was like the nightmares of our use of like different parts of our own psyches, our psyches. And it was just like an LSD trip gone bad. Just <laughs> and then we come out our, like hairs on us like, oh, yeah. This is a video game podcast. It's, like, it's that episode of freaking Morty where he's like, come on, Ricky, or come on, Morty, I got a quick job for us. 30 days later. Oh my god! <laughs> just come back. We they're just almost all, died! They're just completely wrecked. <laughs> like, like five minutes, Morty. <laughs> ah, good time. So, topic of the show uh, video game food. Mm. A different type of culture that uh, we can experience uh, virtually into a different hole in our mouth, particularly. That's so lewd. Okay, so, what? <laughs> what? Did you say, oh yeah? No, oh, yeah. you must be hearing things. I did. Okay. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! R.I.P. Oh yeah! So, what game gave the best food dish? What this was hard because I don't really know. Because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of games. Not that there aren't any. There are not a lot of games where I'm looking out for the food. That being no. said, there are two that came to mind immediately. Okay. Sword and Shield and Breath of the Wild. Really? Uh, but I was expecting like an easy contender for a different game. But also, I wanted to ask before we go, what do you mean by like? Wh- are we talking about food that gives you stat bonuses, or just like visually what game looks like it has the best food? I would say the best, like, if you could make this dish in real life and you ate it, okay. which one would be the best dish? Okay, then I'm sticking with right for the now until somebody, like, brings up a better uh, alternative um, or, like, another game, Sword and Shield, because I fucking love Japanese curry. You don't want to make an ominous dish from Breath of the Wild? Ideally not. Where, uh, put in Keith's eyeballs and, like, rocks? That being said, though, most of my food turns out being ominous and only I can consume it. <laughs> like in real life or are you talking about it used to be the case like there was a lot of experimental like there was a big experimental ah, phase the, the bachelor pad stew <laughs> so right and now whatever's in the uh, cupboard I can work with this because I really like Japanese curry like sword and shield as much as I've said all my shit and I've not been super happy that cooking that cooking activity is pretty fun mm-hmm like it's simple it's not like super great like it's a get boring repeating it over and over again but at its core it's just a fun little thing and like visually the food always ends up looking great and they have some pretty interesting ideas that i think would work out yeah i'm pretty sure i've never made like something that looked horrific looking that would scar children for life and to think that they can't cook food the only thing i was worried about was getting carpal tunnel syndrome from uh trying to fan the fucking fire back to oh life every single fucking just keep the fire alive i'm gonna keep cooking jesus or stirring yeah what, you think I'm going to clean the pot? No, keep using the pot. That's extra flavor. <laughs> Let us sink to the bottom. Uh, the big one that I could think of, and this is a game I, I didn't play the game, but I know it existed. I know the purpose of it. Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy 15 uh, went pretty crazy with uh, the whole cooking uh, section. And the food on that is enough to make my stomach rumble kind of situations. Like, oh, wow. Uh, so much that I'm pretty sure that they made a cookbook out of it. I believe they also made a cookbook for Destiny. Am I mistaken on that? Or does um, that sound familiar? No, you are correct. There is a cookbook for Destiny. I just haven't looked at it. And there's really only like one dish um, that I know of. Just It's an edible engram. Uh, <laughs> an edible engram. There's, no, like, there's really only like the one ramen thing that's ever been like widely like sp- spoken about. 
in in like mm, game lore. Arcade six. Yeah. So then uh, then I don't know. Uh, so I'd have to look into that. But the other thing is I haven't seen any uh, FF15, but uh, Monster Hunter World. Oh. Like anytime you go and get like the stat buffs and stuff, and you choose what kind of meal you want, uh, like unrealistic sizes, but they'll give well maybe for the world setting, but they'll give you like huge slabs of meat and like veggies and shit. It's they have fucking nine. Tight. They carry nine foot swords. I'm pretty sure big food is kind of those, in there. Those fucking cats, <laughs> dude. They're the best. <laughs> what about you, Glenn? Uh, Honestly, I didn't like until don't you guys tell me started. Minecraft. No, it's uh, no until you guys started talking about these things. I was like, I can't even think of food in games like the only thing i could think of is an author that i really admired and his ability to describe food in a way that made me hungry which is weird um but like i was like video game food completely forgettable i don't care and then i was like wait but the joy then you were like breath of the wild the joy of discovering a new recipe and having it not turn out to be a you know blurred out food uh and have like some benefits that i didn't expect it to have was really cool but also then bonding with pokemon over food um and then i've even played the game overcooked which is a nice little fun switch game uh that i've enjoyed yeah. with friends at parties um and i was like shit well i guess i uh completely was wrong about that i have genuinely stardew enjoyed stardew valley yeah Stardew Valley, fuck. Yeah. The thing about uh, Breath of the Wild is it actually made me want to try durians. I think, is that how you yeah. spell them? Durians? Yeah. Uh, durian. What's a durian? What is that? It's uh, it's a it's in, a fruit in um, uh, in Southeast Asia. Um, usually, like, I, I want to say, like, like it's very popular in Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, but it's got, like, it, it smells. It, like, it smells bad. That's what has me curious. Like, it's a fruit that in, you know, Breath of the Wild, it heals you up the full with some hearts. But if you eat it and you talk to NPCs, they'll tell you that your breath stinks. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And it's like, huh. if it's that good tasting, but it gives you horrific breath, I kind of want to try it to see what it's like. It's not even the fact that it gives you horrific breath. Like, people who aren't <laughs> used to it, they can't even be around it because it smells like what I've been told is like, it's worse than blue cheese. Like it's a very strong blue cheese smell oh, I from love when blue cheese, they though. cut open that, uh, cut it open because it's a, like a spiky, big, thick shell. But like it doesn't taste like anything. It smells like it tastes really good. So it's like that's really uh, weird. <laughs> it is very weird. Um, and I, I don't know. Like I've not been exposed to durian, so I couldn't tell you any of like. But that's what I've heard. And uh, a lot huh, of my friends from Singapore, Malaysia, they love it. What game has the best cooking mini game? Oh, I think it's Sword and Shield. Just the fact For that you? it gives you benefits, but it also helps you bond with the Pokemon. I think that connects with the game better than anything I've seen. But what about Breath of the Wild, where you can cook something that helps you survive, like uh, freezing temperatures or whatnot? You can, and that's cool. But like, but it's not Pokemon, really a mini game. It's a, it's not a mini game, and it's not like the game True. in Pokemon. It's like you go to the ca the camp is the game. You know what I mean? And the big part of that is bonding around the food and all the pokemon that are in the party all get that buff and you know that that you know they they enjoyed bonding with you while you cooked this thing to help their uh bond with you will actually help you in game like that's i don't know i like that i like it a lot personally just a random thought that came to mind there is a mini game in super mario party <laughs> the mario party that came out for the switch where you're trying to cook a piece of meat by flipping it up around in the pan and cooking each side I hate that game for or that mini game first off, but it was pretty cool how well done it was. Uh, 
Nick, what's your favorite uh, cooking minigame? I was just going to talk about the uh, the steak cube. Even though I haven't played it myself, it looks fun and yeah. it looks frustrating. And it looks really cool because it's very simple. It's very to the point. All you got to do is get the perfect sear on either side because there's small cubes of meat. But then it can get very frustrating if you flip too hard or not hard enough. Um, yep. I want to say like it was maybe one of the earlier uh, from one of the earlier Pokemon games, um, but I can't remember which one specifically. Um, it wasn't the Poke Blocks. Um, oh, I was thinking like Ruby and Sapphire, where you mix stuff together, or berries together with other players, and you make uh, like candies to improve the performance for beauty contests. It might have been that one, but cooking games, cooking mini games. I don't know. I feel like there are, but then. I've either played them too long ago, or I just can't distinctly remember them right now. Uh, One that I remember I got a kick out of. God. I was going to say, there's a game called Coffee Talk. That's kind of like a visual novel game. Um, mm. Where you're a barista. Like, you own your own, like, small little local coffee shop. And you have to, like, remember recipes and stuff. So it's not inherent, it's not strictly cooking by definition, but it looks, it looks pretty cool. Because it's like, you have to mix three or four different ingredients together, all varying kind of, like, bases and stuff to end up with, like, I think they had, like, 24, 30 different recipes. And you have to, like, mm. remember which recipe for which customer, because these are, like, repeating characters. And, oh, cool. Uh, um... That looks like a fun little game to try because it has a very like pixely vibe too. Oh, nice! Has anybody played uh, Cooking Mama? Mm-hmm. Game oh, Mama. Uh, no. I got to play the Cooking Mama game on the uh, Nintendo Wii, and uh, that is a game. <laughs> basically, it's uh, you you make popcorn, and you're basically just putting uh, a bunch of kernels in a pot. Try to get it evenly over the fire, and uh, this Cooking Mama, like the mascot for it, she has like a Eastern european accent and uh it just kind of messes with me and the two things that bug me and i i don't even know if this is what she actually says uh like when you do a good job she's like wood that that a mama and i'm like okay cool uh but then uh when you goof up uh she says you're not mine and i'm like what wow uh you disown me I was wow. like, either I surpass you or you disown me. It's like, it's really, tr- I'm like, I'm just trying to cook fucking popcorn over here. You know, back the fuck up. Mom, Rush, uh, food cook you. <laughs> <laughs> you throw in the pot, we throw you in the pot. Uh, <laughs> but the game that I can think of that has like the most interesting uh, cooking mechanics and all that stuff in for me would be uh, Battle Chef Brigade. The idea that you go out and hunt monsters, uh, different types of monsters for monster parts and whatnot. Then you gotta cook them using a puzzle game with different mechanics on uh, slow cooking and all that stuff. I mean, it's a game about cooking, essentially. Except you're, you know, you're hunting what you cook and all that. And I like the style that it presented. And god damn, that game's good. It makes me want to play it again. Uh, but I'm trying to think of any other... Uh, there's a bunch of other cooking games. Well, and I'm there's thankfully we're actually not live. a game called uh, Cook, Serve, Delicious three it's the third in a series of games um and it just came out this year um and yes, i bring it, it up because one of my friends from high school who is also a twitch streamer um voiced one of the characters so really cool. nice yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she's really cool and she uh she worked really hard and uh her and her friend i think neo neogarix i never know how to pronounce her name but um they're both friends and and also two of the main characters i think so uh <laughs> a lot of things on is twitter there... where there was just people like crying they're like oh my god oh, vanna 
is in this game. You know, like, and I was like, man, she's got like a serious fandom now. So it's cool. Yeah. Whenever I go into your stream, this is the, the blacksmith from Final Fire Emblem. <laughs> I wish. God, I swear <laughs> that I just recorded that in my sleep on accident and then like put it on the internet and they took it. That guy sounds just like me. It's creepy. You're just dreaming about some sexy times and you're like, there you, you go. <laughs> Do you need anything? Is that there it? There you go. <laughs> and like Nintendo has like this ten foot long boom arm <sighs> from the window just over your mouth. Got him. There you go. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Oh, is that it? Well, we can't use that one. I'm trying to keep it really deep. Uh, <laughs> uh Anyway, that's my. Tangent. Is there any uh, food or items that you've seen from a video game that made you want to try it in real life? No, I'm boring food wise though, so I'm not a foodie at all. Which is not not from a video LA. game, <clears throat> but from an anime. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Can I take a guess? Sure. Does it have to do with Naruto? No. Okay, I wasn't sure. Oh. But that's me. That's me. I like ramen. ramen like Naruto. real ramen. Um, yeah. I'm a weeaboo. Yeah. Bro, and you sucks. finally got to try that's ramen, sick. and you'll be able to have ramen again. Re like, real ramen, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, legit. Um, Not no, that Maruchan stuff. <laughs> it's an anime called uh, Shokugeki no Soma, um, which I think food is wars? Food Wars for the plebs. Yep. I'm, so, uh, you want to try food that makes your clothes blow off in your mind? Yes. Well, I want to make food to make everybody else's clothes blow off, but that's a different thing. I'd be labeled as a person. Ooh, this meatball. <laughs> uh, <goo! laughs> um, no, like, some of those things, like, a lot of it is exaggerated for anime purposes, but some of it is based Nico on, like, it, like, it seems, it's, it's realistic. Like, a lot of the things that they cook, um, maybe not visually, but, like, the science and the shit behind it, it's realistic. So, um... And it's being backed by an orchestra that some reason is being directed by Gordon Ramsay for even though he probably doesn't have any musical talent. That, I shouldn't say that though. I don't want to say that yells a lot, so um, probably a strong vocal cord. <laughs> this chicken's fucking we need raw! More timpani! Strike the note on the violin. Um then there's uh, no, shows on Netflix. I love I love food shows. Like I that's all I watch on YouTube for the most part right now. So um the chef show going up to a mandolin who's playing a little low and he's like your note is flatter than the cooking sherry being used in that dish <laughs> i'm sorry i cut you off that's you okay saying. uh the chef show chef's table um ugly delicious um the like these are some of my favorite fucking shows on netflix and i i just love watching people cook because there's also like it's not just about the food it's also about the the stories and the culture and the history that goes into like how long have been people been making this for us to reach at this point and this iteration mm. but that's yeah that's zelda wanted me to try drinking uh blue potions or uh red potions but i mean <laughs> when you look around the house and all you got is cough syrup sitting in the medicine cabinet probably shouldn't do that uh and then they tried uh like taking advantage of that and the local FYEs or uh, your hot topics and stuff and saying, hey, these are health potions, they'll heal you. <laughs> but they're in fact just like oversaturated with sugar, Kool-Aid water essentially. Mm -hmm. It's like, cool. <laughs> I feel healthy and I got diabetes. And it's like, I Great, don't Now I that. have a pre-existing condition that may make me more <laughs> susceptible coronavirus virus. <laughs> Jesus, uh, that was a quick way to turn back. <laughs> Good comedian always I, uh, uh, has a callback, you know? That that's that's fair. 
I was actually thinking about for the D&D session this week, uh, well, actually, no, I had to take it out. Nick, since, uh, you're a part of this, bad guys at the place that you were getting ready to go into was gonna release a undeath virus, like a plague, and it was like, you know what, this is a bit Hello. too on the, the nose right now, let's, uh, <gasps> let's take this part out. So in another week of DM versus the players, Tyler really, really wants to kill us. Not you, just everybody around you. Oh, okay. You didn't see me. You didn't see me with the airship dropping bombs on the mayor's house. They just wanted to blow up the city, well, parts of the city, to the sewer system. But you know, besides the point. Anyways, uh, I think that's gonna be it. Unless you guys have uh, something else you want to touch on, food. I'm no. hungry now. I am. I about to say I am now hungry. <laughs> mm. All right, screw it then. Let's uh, let's call the show with that then. Uh, we still have to do the you, uh, gaming, take- right? Glenn, can you take care of the part where uh, we uh, talk about the video game releases this week? I would love that. And if there's anything any of you want to pitch in uh, on, because I know some of these are probably more important. Are you asking for help? Well, I mean, some of these I think are more important to you because they, <laughs> you may play them and I Nick, will not. Nick, fetch me the automatic semen extractor. We're giving Glenn help. We're going to pull out all the information from him. Do I get advantage? Go back. DNA. <laughs> you got to... Create more color. Just create a bunch of clones of me. It's great. It'll be wonderful. Mm. Oh God, no! The world needs one of you. You're perfect as you are. Needs more. Um, great. So, oh. uh, as Jesus. far as game releases go out, uh, for the first thing we have, we have RBI Baseball 20, which is going to be coming yeah, that's out a baseball game on all consoles on March 17th. Um, and then we have, I believe, this is a new expansion, correct? For oh, it's Animal Crossing, a brand new game. It's a completely it's a new, game. new game. A whole ass okay, new people game. lose their shit over this game because the last yes, conference there was people a are huge like, Animal Crossing booth. I they're currently I, losing their shit because there's also an Animal Crossing Switch. I, I, yep. I I mean it's the same mindset as Pokemon. Yes, Glenn. Yeah, I played it in the early days on the Wii, and it was fine. Don't say it. Oh fuck! fuck. All right, we're canceled we're now. Time. I can't even play the race card here. Like we're actually canceled. <laughs> It's fine. No, it's just not my cup of tea. I'm legally obligated to say that Animal Crossing is a good game series. It's good. It's just not my cup of tea. It's like Downton Abbey. I know it's good, but I don't want to watch it. It's still one of the best Nintendo franchises. (laughs) This is is what I was alluding to last week uh, for one of our bigger releases. Okay, so it's one of the bigger releases. Congratulations, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is coming out on Nintendo Switch on March 20th. Yep. Uh, Glenn, you're reviewing that next week, right? Uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, and the next oh, okay, thing we okay. have releasing on also March 20th is Doom 64. Is this a port of the Nintendo 64 game for PC? Yes. Uh, yes. Wow, There's that's going to be fun. A- it's been a, a bit of a meme coming out of this, actually, that uh, Doom and Animal Crossing have the same date, and as a result, uh-huh. uh, even before this, I maybe it was just a, a joke that they took a step uh, too far, where Doom Guy and uh, Isabel from Animal Crossing uh, either are seen together, working together, or otherwise just switch places. Uh, there's a <laughs> funny little gif of the Doom Guy suddenly appearing in the Animal Crossing world, uh, just being friendly with the villagers, enjoying himself. Uh, going fishing, and then a picture of Isabel with a laser machine gun just smiling, <laughs> her face flashing as she murders hordes upon hordes of demons. There's a, um, there's a subreddit that's the official crossover artwork for Doom and Isabel, for like Doom Slayer and Isabel. Because of course there has to be official artwork. 
can't just yeah, be well, official. Cool. <laughs> official. Yeah, I was about to say, is it ever really official? Uh, cool, that's coming out. That's great. Uh, but more importantly, the actual new game that's coming out also the same day as uh, yep. the next one, Doom Eternal. And Doom Eternal, yeah. Are you guys going to be playing that one? Um, yeah, because Raisin's I'll, hand. I'll eventually Next get year. to it, yes, but uh, so here's the thing. You you first have to get the Animal Crossing because you're going to be reviewing that. So week, right? so here's the thing. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Um, I could be very wrong. So take this with a grain of salt. But Doom 64 uh, take- will be playable in Doom Eternal as well. Oh, okay. Much like okay. like WoW and WoW Classic. So. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's like you're you'd find an arcade kind of system in the game in Doom Eternal, and in the game you can boot ah. up Doom sixty four. Oh, cool! Wow. Oh. <laughs> kind of like the arcade in Stardew Valley. Wow. I could be remembering this detail wrong. I feel like this. I like I came across this from a uh, developer or from somebody who was working with um, um, uh, Bethesda. Uh, I think it's Bethesda ID specifically. Your uncle? Um, not my uncle. No, 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 no. Um. Your uncle doesn't work at Bethesda? No, You've no, been no. lying to me all this time? No, no, he works at Nintendo, Tyler. Uh, I just, I, yeah, he just works at Nintendo. Okay, so. <laughs> but that's it for game releases. Uh, yeah. Nick. Also, Nick, also, I... I'm sorry. Bef- I'm, oh, I'm oh, really sorry. Oh, yep. Doom Eternal. Uh, no, I was trying to, yep. Uh, there's a, like, a five-minute uh, Vidoc about the music in Doom Eternal. And uh, what's his name? Mick Gordon, I think his name is. He did the music for the first one that came out in 2016 for this one. He's also doing it, but he wanted to take it one step up. So, like, sometime last year, early, he put out a big casting call for metal singers and to send them audition tapes because he put together a choir of metal singers for the soundtrack and I'm so fucking excited because I listened to the Doom soundtrack just to pump me up and this is going to be even better because there's a choir of people just growling and screaming and squealing and then with metal music I'm so fucking excited that's it I, would, I really like uh, I don't know what you would call it but uh, usually it's like Celtic uh, low talking people are oh. those kind of people those uh, kind that's of bands. actually Norse I believe that's Norse. a, Nor- okay, that's a Norse you. form of music yeah I love that kind of fucking music man so much like the deeper and the more growling uh, they do the better and so the idea that there's going to be dozens of these people doing it at oh, once like, for a soundtrack like are we talking about like from God of War style uh yeah, I guess. Because uh, there's also, well, like, a more... variant called, uh, like, it's a Mongolian throat singing as well. Yep. That too, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the version I was thinking, I think I was thinking of uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, where it's yeah. just, like, that'd be more lower, Nordic darker. Yeah. yeah, that'd be more Nordic then, yeah. <clears throat> okay. But, yeah. yeah. So, Nick, uh, you're, you're excited. I'll let you have this next part. Uh, this Day in Gaming, March 16th. All right. This Day in Gaming, March 16th. Give me one minute. Uh, Can you like Mongolian throat sing these uh, titles? No, I can't. All right, starting um, in 2018, uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered came out for the PS4 and Xbox One. Burnout Paradise Remastered. Now two years old. Happy birthday to Burnout Paradise Remastered. Two years old. Um, Then we've got God of War 3. Holy shit. God of War 3, PS3 2010. Holy shit, that game's 10 years old. 10 years Holy old. Shit. It's, it's in 4th it, grade. It follows craters around still fucking killing gods and killing his nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, whatever, what have you. Kratos yep, is... That's when he is clearing out the family reunion. He's a... Uh, reun- reunion? Fitting, fitting father figure, truly. Um, 
better than Goku. Next, we have Metro 2033. Uh, Agreed. 100%. Xbox 360 and on PC 2010 as well. So another game that's 10 years old. Metro 2033. Happy birthday. Um, and Happy birthday, Metro 2033. Glenn, I think you tagged us on here, uh, but you forgot to include the year. But Dragon Age Origins Awakening. Oh, that's right. It was 2010. 2010. I apologize. Yes, no, all good. Uh, PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. Um, sir, these are like... Old games, huh? Metro. Yeah, but speaking of old games, there's a very old game. This is a very, very old game. The last we have in our list is a game known as EverQuest. It came out on the PC yeah. in 1999. That makes it, it 20 years old. Exactly. And boy, would you have to drink if you wanted to keep playing that one. <laughs> oh. Isn't yeah, EverQuest I two servers? Last Don't night. people still play it? Or is it EverQuest? Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm, I hope they like release an expansion or two but uh there's oh oh boy uh there's uh, holy shit just, i talked to somebody last look, night who told me about the their 70 80 person raids using ventrilo <laughs> everquest torment of valius now available by today so everquest is still um if you if you like mmos and if you like old things everquest is is your kind of game my friends yeah, uh, you can buy it for 35 bucks, or if you want the family and friends package, only $250. Wow, okay, cool. Um, but Tyler, I think that's all we have for this game, Gaming March 16th. Hell yeah! Uh, that was an interesting, very, very lewd episode. That I mean, it's like, we went from enjoying ourselves talking about it, mentioning uh, Lord Virusmort, and... Uh, <sighs> then you know, started enjoying some Minecraft. Then, then we started getting kind of questionable when I uh, brought up Rim Job Simulator, which Nick totally jumped down on. But then we went through the the tunnel of uh, dark pleasures, and uh, after that, I think things went downhill in terms of uh, keeping the collar on. And yeah. I appreciate it. I'm kind of worried. Like I, I thought we we're gonna scare Glenn off. Like uh, he was gonna <laughs> like. <laughs> uh sorry, my uh, my. My religious uh, upbringing tell me I can't continue with you through the start. <laughs> I can believe in God and understand that people like weird things that I don't. <laughs> yeah, but I was waiting for you to like pad me. Uh, Anakin's like, I cannot follow you in the dark path you're going. I saw a terrible meme the other day. Just, I'm sorry. It's just the end of episode one. When she's, when they're excited because they won, and it's like that celebration that's obligatory at the end of every Star Wars movie. And it's just Padme, and she's like, I'd hit that. And it's a picture of her smiling, and then it shows little baby nine-year-old Anakin going like, I'd hit that. And I was like, oh my god, I never realized how messed oh up god. that moment was. Like, they were both attracted to each other. They were like, anyway, sorry. I'm done. That was Glenn. <laughs> Hello. That was Nick. This was Tyler. That was episode number 91. Uh, we hope you guys are healthy. I hope you guys can uh, give it your all, whether or not it's to life or to uh, an T extraction uh, machine. Tyler. Yeah? You didn't, yeah? you didn't tell them where to find us. Oh, yeah. Socials. Do I want them to find you? You can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Nick, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitch and Instagram at LR11, also on Twitter at LRTheEleventh, all letters. Um, what about you, Glenn? Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Glenn Houston. I, yep. uh, Glenn with two N's. Houston looks like Huston. And then um, also, I am on Twitch at Razeth, R A E Z E T H, for a variety gaming coming out. Anyway, that's me. Yeah. 
And you can also find our Twitter at CMQ Network on Twitter. And uh, you can also email us uh, at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. It's old and decrepit. It'll probably sit there for months ruminating until I open up the uh, compost bin and find what you uh, stored there. But, I mean, if you want to throw some, feel free to. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, if you want the whole big link, there is a link tree link in the Twitter uh profile page i guess you would call it uh where you can also find our discord where we uh pretty much do the same thing except we do it throughout the week on uh discord mm. you can also check out our D podcast casual quest masters where uh we uh just had a fun time uh recovering from a water elemental particularly one dwarf uh we enjoyed a nice grad sale we uh went to a pirate's uh Chuck E. cheese's yar yar uh, <laughs> Yard, which you got a taste indeed. of uh, earlier and uh yeah that's uh quite a tale uh tale of many yarns uh but tale anyways, of many yarns yeah, i can come up with jokes too <laughs> that, was uh, that was glenn that was nick this was tyler that was casual master quest episode 91 but you already knew that we'll see you next week and don't forget the never stop the grind till next time guys bye bye why can't you hear pterodactyl's pee the pee is silent The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelries Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com forward slash Revelries Music, or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 4.0.